This is the Fox Sports Florida Miami Heat podcast. I'm your host, Surya Fernandez. Uh, this week, we're going to do something a little different. Uh, instead of me asking questions to a guest, I'm having you guys ask me some questions through Twitter. And uh, let's get right into it. Uh, we have Daniel0061824, and he wants to know what's wrong with the Heat. He understands positional weaknesses at center and at point guard, but uh, how could a Bosch Wade and Dang team be under 500? That's a good question. I'm sure a lot of Heat fans have been wondering this exact same thing. I think I think the one major thing would be that Bosch, Wade, and Dang have not really been able to play many games together. You've had Wade uh, miss about eight games, and I think Bosch has missed as many games as that. I think that eight-game stretch for Bosch is his longest ever as a member of the Heat. I think the last time he missed that many games, he was still with the Toronto Raptors. Uh, back in 2008. So we're seeing a lot of injuries. We're seeing a lot of illnesses as well. And on top of that, Eric Spolster still has to incorporate uh, new players like Dang. Unfortunately, Josh McRoberts is another major, major player that is unfortunately lost for the season. Uh, So he's got to incorporate new players like Luol Dang. Uh, You're seeing Danny Granger only now playing consistent minutes off the bench. And he's been rewarding Spolstra uh, with some great shooting off the bench and and he looks a lot healthier this time around as well and so you're combining that with a Bosch that uh, looked pretty good uh, as soon as he returned Uh, it hasn't resulted in wins just yet but I think if you combine the fact that Dwayne Wade he averaged almost 29 points in Bosch's uh, eight game absence you combine that with a Luol Deng that is also seems to be more comfortable with the team uh, he's finding his place on the offense. He's he's bringing it with defense as well. He uh, had a great game uh, in Christmas against LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, it's 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 going to take a while for this team to get together. It's going to take patience. It's going to also take Coach Spolstra uh, some time to figure out his rotations and see just how much of the young guys he wants to play versus the a sure thing with veterans. And that's not any different than what the Miami Heat have, have been like in the past several years where they, they want to win now, uh, but there's also uh, a couple of players that, that intrigue them. Uh, this year, they have several of those kind of players. You're seeing uh, Justin Hamilton. He had his chance earlier in the season, uh, and now Hassan Whiteside has been has been playing more ahead of him. Uh, well, Justin Hamilton has also had a lot of injuries, and he, he was held out of a few games because of possible concussion symptoms. Um, so, and, and you're having also uh, Shabazz Napier. He also played well earlier. He played very well in the preseason, actually. And he hasn't really been playing uh, much lately. And in fact, he's been sent a second time to the D-League, the Sioux Falls Sky Force. And so, uh, to, to answer your question... Uh, once again, I still think that the Heat do need more time. Uh, it's maybe 35% of the season has been played already, so uh, they can't. They, they really need to start stockpiling wins, especially against losing teams. You cannot lose games against uh, teams like the Philadelphia 76ers and the Orlando Magic. Those are unacceptable defeats. You also have that season-long seven-game homestand that ended in a 2-5 and five record. I mean, that's very disappointing. So basically, the Heat really do need to get their act together. They need to stay healthy, of course. Um, and, and they really need to build team chemistry now. Now is the chance. Uh, perhaps on this road trip that's going to take them on the West Coast next week, 
that could be a good um, time for the team to come together. And moving right along, we have Tanisa Pritchett who asks, what are the Heat's options for their disabled player exception and can they perhaps drop a Norris Cole and get another point guard if available? Um, I, you know, there really isn't that many point guards out there that that would fit that exception. It's a 2.65 million dollar exception that's half of Josh McRoberts' salary this year. Uh, your options are limited. Um, the Heat might be better served being patient, maybe around the trade deadline, maybe around that uh, deadline where uh, players that are on an NBA roster can still join another team and still be eligible for the playoffs. That's where I would see a veteran like, you know, like a Josh Smith um, last week that was let go um, by the Detroit Pistons. You, you might see veterans like that that you wouldn't really necessarily think of right now that are available that maybe could help the Heat in the long run. You know, in the second half of the season right now, there there really isn't a player like that out there, or they'd probably be with a team already. Uh, so you have some interesting names. You have some big men like Emeka Okafor and Jermaine O'Neal that, um, you know, they could help in the power rotation. But I think right now Miami has looked reasonably good now that they've started Birdman for the last uh, several games. And they're bringing along Whiteside, who is giving pretty good production off the bench. He's grabbing rebounds. He's getting in the lane. He's he's a presence in the paint. He's 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 big. Um, he's still raw, but he has a lot of potential, I think. I think that's somebody that, um, you know, maybe Justin Hamilton could also deserve a shot here and there. But I think I think that's going to be your power rotation going forward for now, um, combined with Chris Bosh, if he's healthy, of course. What, what you're going to see with somebody like an Emeka Okafor and Jermaine O'Neal is a player that's not necessarily ready to play just yet. Um, Okafor didn't even play last year. Jermaine O'Neal... Played well for the Warriors last season, uh, but he hasn't played yet this season. He would need time to get back into NBA shape. And yeah, it's debatable. Do you, do you really want to take away minutes from somebody that's developing like like Whiteside and Hamilton and give it to a veteran uh, like Okafor and O'Neal? And as far as point guards go, um, perhaps uh, the D-League assignment for uh, Napier will, will help him. And um, maybe once they recall him back, he could get that, that third guard spot uh, from the rotation uh, back because he he was giving the Heat pretty good minutes in the fourth quarter of the early games and the early part of the season is really when the Heat were playing at their best you've seen their scoring average drop uh, to it was triple digits for um, several games and with each passing game it seems like their their scoring average has dipped and yes some of it has a lot to do with with Wade and then Bosch missing significant time uh, but uh, the point guard play really has to improve for this team to really gel together, to get that team chemistry that they need, to get easy baskets, to get that offense in a flow. And uh, that leads right along to uh, somebody else that had a question about the the point guard rotation, really what's going on. Adrian Wilkins also wanted to know, thoughts on a trade for a guard such as Mo Williams or the ear-blowing Lance Stevenson? <laughs> um, and it seems like a lot of you are... Uh, uh, concerned about the point guard play as of late. You know, I, I don't know about Mo Williams. He was maybe an interesting player a, a few years ago uh, for the Heat, but I think his time has come. I really don't know what more he could bring to the Heat instead of a, you know, a more plugged-in Chalmers or Cole or even Napier. 
I, I don't know how much of his upside is, is clearly that much better than what the Heat have already. And Lance Stevenson, uh, I think he's off the market again. Who knows what, what's really going on with Charlotte. Um, but again, uh, what do the Heat really have to offer uh, Charlotte or even to another team uh, that that is seeking to unload one of their point guards? Um, that might require Pat Riley to give up draft picks. It might require him to give up an important piece like like maybe even a Birdman. It really comes down to a question of how much tinkering do you want to do during the middle of the season? Um because you also want to see what this current squad could really do with several games under their belt. More than just several games, really. Because just now it seems like they're coming together uh, health-wise. So I think that Pat Riley will just want to uh, see first what, what this team can really uh, bring to the table. And maybe, yeah, perhaps in, in a month or two he could explore trade options. He could explore what to do with that disabled player exception. Uh, but just because they have that exception doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to use it. Uh, they had one a few years ago for Udonis Haslam. And they let it expire. And, and it's hard. It's hard to fit that in because you either have to sign a player that's on the the last year of their contract that can fit that exception. Um, you can uh, simply f- sign a free agent like, um, you know, maybe a player from China that's playing there right now, like an Andre Blatch Um and he would have to accept that. But, you know, that it's still more than the veteran minimum that the Heat could previously offer. Um, so it's I, I still think that the Heat will will choose a wait-and-see approach and, and see what, what this team can bring in this next month or two of play. And, all right, so we're going to go on to at uh, BA613. Why does Coach Spo continue to use lineups with Cole and Chalmers despite the turnover issues and negative PER? I see um, a trend here with the questions about the point guard play. And I think that's understandable. That Even Dwayne Wade was asked about this a couple days ago at practice. And he just simply responded, the the play could be better from the point guards. And that's all he would say. Um, so it's it's clear that the, the pressure is on Cole and Chalmers to improve. And really, like I was just saying... Uh, that this is what the Heat have. They're, they're locked into these two players because they already sent Napier back uh, to the Sky Force. So if you, unless you really want to have Wade um, be the primary ball handler and put even more pressure on him than he already has uh, to jumpstart the offense, uh, to be a playmaker, uh, and then to also have the ball in his hands, um, you know, that's he could do it. Dwayne Wade can do it. He's capable. He's shown that. He, he played point guard as a rookie. Uh, but I, I really don't think that's what Eric Spolster is, is leaning towards. I think he's shaking it up a little bit to see if Chalmers, back to his customary starting job, uh, will will raise his production. And, and maybe Norris Cole can bring something off the bench. But um, you're seeing a lot of shaky play from both players. You're seeing a lot of turnovers. They each had four turnovers um, against the Indiana Pacers on, on Wednesday. Um, so you're... And, you know, they're not making a lot of uh, positive plays with the ball. And, and and that hinders the Heat so much. Because when, when those two players are plugged in and, and they're scoring at least double digits, they're at least a threat from long range. That opens up so much space for players like Dang and Wade to cut to the basket. Uh, it also opens up a lot for, for a player like Bosch. Uh, because, yeah, it's great that he has such a good mid-range game. It's great that he has a post-up game. But you want to give players like him and Wade easy baskets. You you want to give them that short little bounce pass uh, right near the rim so they can slam it home. 
Um, those are those kind of easy buckets that they're not getting the heat, and that's also probably why they uh, their scoring average has dipped so low, and now it's down to like 94.5 points per game, and that's, that's in the bottom of the league at this point. So um, to answer your question, why is he continuing to use that lineup? I just think that there isn't really much else to go with, and I don't think playing Wade a bunch of minutes uh, with the ball is a feasible approach right now. And I think Coach Spo is simply counting on Cole or Chalmers or both of them to really snap out of uh, their funk and and play up to their abilities. And moving right along to the final question of today's podcast, Charlene Martin wants to know, what's going on with the Heat in the second half of games? I want to know that too. <laughs> and I think Coach Spolstra wants to know. I think the Heat players want to know. Uh, because it, it really is bizarre. Uh, we've seen... Plenty of games where they start slow, um, but we've seen a lot of games where they've just come out so flat-footed after halftime, and the other team usually goes on a run, either they get back into the game and the Heat lose a lead, or if the Heat are, are already behind, it kind of robs them of that of that chance to really get back in the game. I, I really can't explain it either. Um, during that homestand, they, they only won twice out of seven games. Those two games that they won, they won by double figures against the Boston Celtics and against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, but in five of those seven games uh, were decided in the final five minutes of regulation. Uh, so that points to me that, that the Heat aren't executing down the stretch. They really aren't. The offense becomes uh, pretty predictable, I think. The rotations, Spolster has shortened them down. I think he's only taking maybe three people off the bench uh, lately um, that, it, it, I don't know, maybe they're getting fatigued. But but the one thing is, is that execution down the stretch. What's going on there? I don't, the ball's sticking. Um, Wade has taken a lot of shots that I think are uh, unnecessarily difficult. You know, you, you, you've seen those kind, like the ones that are like fading away and he's spinning and it's just a high arcing shot. Sometimes they go in and that's great. But why couldn't they just swing the ball around? And, and find a better shot, find a more efficient shot. Uh, I think with Chris Bosh back in the lineup, you're not going to see that much of Dwayne Wade playing hero ball. Um, but And this goes back to point guard play too. Uh, that That's the responsibility of the guards. Um, they need to bring the ball up in an efficient manner. Um, they need to protect the ball as well. Uh, we've seen a lot of unforced turnovers, um, especially in the fourth quarters of games. Um, so I think, I think, I think a lot of it really comes down to execution. Do they have the discipline to swing the ball around, find the best shot, whether it's an efficient shot in the corner three, whether it's swinging it uh, from inside and then back outside? You're not seeing much of that. You're not seeing a whole lot of uh, Luol Deng moving off the ball and getting uh, maybe perhaps an easy basket cutting to the rim. Um, you're, you're not seeing those kind of plays. You're seeing them more in the early parts of the games, uh, you know, those alley-oops to Birdman, creating turnovers and, and, and frost break opportunities. You're not seeing a whole lot of that in the fourth quarter. The offense kind of bogs down, and uh, teams are scoring well against the Heat uh, in, in the final minutes of games. They, 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 just, they just have. So they really need to close out on all those shooters. They need to provide better effort on defense and more discipline on the offensive side. All right, well, this wraps up another edition of the Fox Sports Florida Miami Heat podcast. I'm your host, Surya Fernandez. And you can keep on sending me questions via Twitter at Surya, S-U-R-Y-A, Heat, N-B-A. And uh, look forward to reading your questions, and we'll do this in the near future where I can respond to them. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.